Today is uh, John Lane's anniversary. He died on December the 30th, 1982. That's uh, 36 years. Each year I think about the meaning of his life and the way his life affected me and countless others who have found their way to themselves and to the truth of their faith and to a sense of unity with all people through his message, through his teaching, his very simple teaching. In one of his talks, he spoke about the essential need for people today to recover the spiritual dimension of life. And I was thinking of this when I was reading a very popular new book. Uh, it's been out some time, but it's uh, out in paperback, so many more people are reading it, called Sapiens. I haven't read the sequel yet, uh, which is Homo Deus. And it's a brilliant survey of humanity through the different revolutions uh, that we have passed through in order to come to our present predicament. And it's a masterpiece of generalization and of illustration. And it's very full of insights and the author has a very capacious mind. But it lacks any kind of spiritual dimension. And it's only after some time that you realize what a paucity, what a, what a lack this dimension is. So John Main's words that we need to recover the spiritual dimension take on more than the value of a platitude. They become something quite urgent and quite necessary for us in order to be able to think, in order to be able to plan, in order to be able to understand the predicament we're in. He speaks about spiritual values. And he doesn't, in this particular talk that I'm thinking of, define them as such, although he implies, of course, everywhere in his teaching, that these spiritual values mean something quite real and specific, love seeing that all aspects of life, including death, have a mystery, there is a meaning in them all. That we come to this meaning through paradox, not just by rationalization, not just by measurement, not just by increasing our database of knowledge, but by entering into the paradox, the apparent contradict contradictoriness of life, and that by doing that, we come to transcendence, and transcendence of the self above all, of the ego self, so that we can expand beyond our own boundaries and beyond any conceivable boundary. And that all of this, all of these spiritual values together make up a little bit of what we might mean by God. John Main says that the commitment to spiritual values does not exclude the values of ordinary reality. It's a very important, obvious insight, but a very important one, that by committing ourselves to these spiritual values and seeing life and our experience through and with these values, uh, with these insights, 
not just ideas, but experienced truths, which is what insight means, that by committing ourselves to these spiritual insights and by deepening them, we actually become more fully involved in the reality of our lives, in the day-to-day -day challenges, the ups and downs, the tragedies and the joys of our lives. And this is what enables us to see life as a voyage of discovery, that we're not just repeating old patterns, we're not just seeking entertainment or seeking novelty, we're not just surviving, we're not just battling with depression or with, with uh, fear, but we are actually on a voyage of discovery. Meditation takes us into that consciousness that we are on this voyage of discovery, because it is a journey into our own inner life, discovering that we have an inner life. A couple of years ago, I was teaching a course in, in America, and at the end of the course, I was talking to the students, and one of them, very bright, lovely young woman, said to me, she had had no religious side to her at all. She hadn't been brought up with any religious faith or context of meaning, but she said, what she had discovered during the meditation times of this course, and that's what made it the best part of the course for her, was that she had an inner life and she'd never understood or felt that before. Meditation awakens us to life as a voyage of discovery and takes us on a journey into that inner life so that every day becomes a revelation Every day brings us new dimensions of understanding that we can understand, not explain, not measure, not predict, but we can understand from within this understanding that is wisdom or is sapientia or sophia. This is other kind of knowledge, which is not just the materialistic reductionism that so, uh, so has so much taken over our present culture. To follow the spiritual path, John Main says, we must learn to be silent. Religion is in a crisis, certainly Christianity is in a, a major crisis today. It's unable to connect with the spiritual hunger and the, the needs of people. And uh, it's going through a deep and painful process of re discovering itself and having to see the ways in which it has been untrue to itself. And the, that is humiliating and that is painful, but that's the process the Christian world is going through. Maybe not everybody wants to be part of that uh, at this moment, but those of us who are, we, uh, we find an, uh, more and more deeply what it means to awaken the spiritual dimension of religion. We're talking about contemplative Christianity at our John Main Seminar in, in Vancouver this year. And after that, we're having a meeting of younger contemplative teachers to um, explore more fully and to expand, we hope, more fully that awareness of contemplative Christianity and ways of communicating it and sharing it today. John Main would have loved that idea. He believed that the weakening of religion in the modern world was due to the fact that we, we use so many words 
But words, which of course are necessary, we need words to communicate, otherwise I wouldn't be talking like this. But these words have to be charged with meaning and power if they are to change us, if they are to awaken new horizons and lead us into new dimensions. And if they are to have that charge of meaning, they must be able to spring from the spirit. And the spirit, he says, needs silence. We need words, but we need silence to make the words meaningful. This is why he taught meditation as a Christian. Because meditation for him is the way of silence and the way to silence. And very practically, in teaching the mantra from the Christian tradition, he speaks about it as a way, the way of the single word that takes us beyond words into silence. And this is not abstract. To be with another person in silence is an expression of trust and confidence. That's not abstract, that's relational, that's human, that's human relationship. That's discovering the spiritual dimension in every human relationship. When we feel untrusting towards another person, we have to talk all the time. We have to fill up the silence. We're frightened of a, a, a period of silence in the conversation or a period of silence in our sitting together. But to be with someone who we trust means that we can be in silence with them. To be with that person, not just to talk to, that's crucial to our contemporary culture of noise and uh, endless communication through social media and through chit-chat. We have to realize that we have to be with people, not just talk to them. Nothing builds that kind of personal, interpersonal confidence than silence. The silence that John Main says is easy and creative. And nothing destroys confidence more than the negative silence of fear. This silence, he tells us, is already there. We don't have to create it. We enter into it. In fact, he says, we become the silence. And in saying that, he enters into the fullness of the Christian mystical tradition. Like Meister Eckhart, there is nothing so much like God as silence. We become the silence. And meditation allows us to do this, to discover that silence is the language of the spirit. At the end of that talk on the value of silence, uh, John Main ends with the passage from the Ephesians that he loved very much. Let me uh, repeat it for you. With this in mind, I need in prayer to the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth takes its name, that out of the treasures of his glory, he may grant you strength and power through his Spirit in your inner being, so that through faith Christ may dwell in your hearts in love. With deep roots and firm foundations, may you be strong to grasp with all God's people what is the height, the length, the depth, and the breadth of the love of Christ, and to know it, though it is beyond knowledge. And so may you come to fullness of being, the fullness 
of God himself. To fullness. This was John Maine's great passion and insight that today, above all, we need to recover this experience of fullness. And we have to enter into that spiritual dimension of reality, which is paradox, that we have to, in other words, become empty so that we can become full. And that's what we do as we say the mantra. We empty ourselves of words and images and opinions and arguments and predictions and prejudices and fantasies and desires so that we can enter into that life of the Spirit who dwells in our hearts. John Main's own journey of meditation that led him into the fullness of his own Christian faith began in an encounter with an Indian monk in Kuala Lumpur in the early 50s. And this morning, uh, as I opened my WhatsApp, I saw that uh, our meditation community in Kuala Lumpur, now 25 years old, uh, visited that temple, the Pure Life Society, and uh, meditated there and listened to the disciple of the monk who had introduced Father John to meditation, Mother Mangalam, uh, describing her meeting with Father John. She actually was born the same year as Father John. And Mother Mangalam spoke about that brief but memorable time that she met this young Westerner who was a diplomat at that time, but who had such a, a deep hunger and thirst for uh, this inner life. And as John Main describes that experience himself, he describes a passage from the Chandogya Upanishad, which touched his heart and maybe in a sense began this deeper dimension of his spiritual journey at that time. So let me end with this, this, these words from the Chantogya Upanishad. There is a spirit that is mind and life, light and truth and vast spaces. It contains all works and desires and all perfumes and all tastes. It enfolds the whole universe and in silence is loving to all. This is the spirit that is in my heart. <laughs>